three desert and four if when he's sick what blood can you eat what blood can you eat hi and welcome to story time with rabbi it's hi everyone i am your host rabbi it's together with me yossi his sidekick yay at this time i would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com if you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story, that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yassi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that j Radio can definitely use your donations. So, the address is j Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is j Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on j the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, Kayak from the Mayach, Extreme Martial Arts Demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, Avas Abundant Program, uh, uh, your, your yeshiva, your banos, your base Yaakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718. 718- 375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs's books are still available in your local forum store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhi at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Okay, so are you ready? I'm ready. Can we do it like we did last time? I don't know. We'll see. Okay, for the meanwhile, what I want to tell you is as follows. 
Okay, for the meanwhile, what I want you to know is that, uh, actually, it's actually for you, for everybody, that tonight's show once again is sponsored for Fuwa Shlema, for Chaim Yosetzi, Ben Sora Miriam, and also for Pero Maschaya Rivka. Now, uh, this story was uh, text in to me. It's very interesting. The person that texted this story in, it's possible I may have told this story a few years ago. It's very possible. Uh, and it's very interesting. He told me that the story happened in Baghdad. But I looked up the story, and I found uh, it happened in Morocco. So uh, it didn't happen in Baghdad or Morocco. The problem is I checked out his source also. And <laughs> it's funny. It's written both places. Except a slight differences. The majority of the story is the same, except for a small difference here and there. You like, like one says it's in Morocco, and the other one says it's in Baghdad. Right, that's true. Okay, but one thing we can all agree on. Yeah, what is that? It happened a few hundred years ago. Really? No kidding. Most of your stories happened a few hundred years ago. Robert Earps, just curious. Yes? Are you a couple hundred years old? Why are you asking? Because you know all these stories. Did you ever hear of books? Svarim? Oh, good point. Okay, so you ready to start? I'm as ready as you are. Okay, so you want to start it? Okay, I'll start it. Ah. No, what's coming out? I, I, I don't know, you're, you're holding your head. Of course I'm holding my head. I don't want it to fall off my shoulders. Oh, come on, Robert. I'm trying to get into your head and you're not letting me. Okay, here it is. Many, many years ago, this story happened like a few hundred years ago, right? That's right, it did. This happened in the times of... What I find sources to say was the Chacham Chaim. Who he is, what he is about, I don't know, but that's a name given. Anyways, this story happened, where we're going to tell it, it happened in Morocco. But... I know, everybody should know, there's another version of the story that happened in Baghdad. That's right. Okay, so anyways, in Morocco, when Chacham Chaim became the Rav of Morocco, the people loved him. Because why? Because he was very smart. That's not enough to like somebody. You have people that do very bad things and they're very smart. Ah, and he was smart and he had uh, Midos Tovos. That's correct. He had Midos Tovos also. So yes, indeed. So yes, you got that right. He was very smart and he had Midos Tovos. And he was kind to everyone. Oh, like even if there was like a little cockroach walking on the street, he was kind to that too? Oh, yes, he didn't step on it. Oh, uh, I see. So he's like really special, big tamakacham, a lot of meat tovas, and everything else, right? And... And of course, he was kind even to the goyim around him. Even the Gentiles liked him. Wow, very interesting. So what's the story about? <laughs> you don't know it. I <laughs> got you. All right, I guess you didn't look at the text to see. Well, where is it? I, I, I can't. Well, I, well, I want to look it up, but I can't look it up because um, right now the people that do the Pasha thing, they're using the computers right now, so we can't get to see it. So can you let me in your head? Nope, not letting you in this time. Unless you, well, uh, well, we'll see later. Meanwhile, what happened was as follows. Word was getting around. That somebody had the chicken pox or something? No. Word was getting around. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for anything. You tell me and I'm ready. Okay. Word got around that this rabbi was very smart. Oh, so that's not bad. Oh, well, we'll find out. You see, this happened. I know, many, many years ago. Over 200 years ago, at least. At least. Anyways, what happened was is... That the Sultan 
whose name was Yusuf Ibn Ibrahim. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Yusuf Ibn Ibrahim. Whatever. Anyway, so this sultan was a friendly person, and he respected everybody in his kingdom. And he heard about this rabbi, this Chacham Chaim. And one day, he called one of his soldiers over. You over there? Come over here. Abdul, please come here, please. I want to talk to you. You coming here? Yes, sir. I am here. I was here the whole time, except I was sleeping before. I mean, no, I was awake. I'm a guard. I never sleep. <laughs> At least not on duty. No, 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 no. I'm awake. I'm awake. What is it, sir? Whatever you want, I will do. All right. Now tell me. I heard about people talking in the streets. They're talking about a rabbi called the Chacham Hayim. Very smart man. Uh, very intelligent. I heard that he is brilliant. Uh, sir, with all due respect, most of the time, if somebody is brilliant, very smart, he usually is brilliant and very smart. Yes, I know. But it reached me. Oh, it rubbed off on you? Now you are smart too? No, no, that's not what I mean. I heard all about him all the way to the palace and I don't walk the streets so much. But people talk so loud, I couldn't help overhearing. Is he really that smart? Uh, so they say, yes, sir. Very, very smart man. Oh, very interesting. Can you do me a favor? Uh, yes, sure, what is it? I want you to go and find this rabbi and tell him that I, Sultan Yusuf Ibn Ibrahim, went to see him. Oh, okay. I will uh, um, go on the way. Aye, 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 sir. Uh, goodbye, your majesty. Um, I'll, I'll be back as soon as I can find him, okay? I have a good suggestion for you. Yes, what is it, sir, your majesty? How about going into the Jewish part of Morocco? You probably ask around over there and you probably will find him. Ah, very good idea. No wonder why you're the sultan and I'm just a guard. Okay, very good. No problem. I'm going now. Bye-bye. Uh, Bye-bye. Yeah, Do not come back without him. Uh, yes, yes, okay. Uh, let's see now. Uh, let me get on my horse and let me be on my way. Ah, here I am finally in the Jewish part of Morocco. Hmm, uh, excuse me, you over there, can I talk to you? <laughs> you want to talk to me? Okay, then I want to talk to you. Oh, wait a minute, I do want to talk to you, because <laughs> you have a sword hanging from the side. That means you can cut off my head if you want, and I don't like that. Uh, and judging from the color of your uniform, and by those signias that you have over there, oh, you must be, let me guess, you're a royal guard, aren't you? Uh, yes, I am. That is correct. You got that right. Now, may I ask you a question? Eh? When, as long as you have the sword, you can ask me any question. I hope that I have the answer that you want to hear. Okay? And uh, please don't hurt me. I won't hurt you. Just because I have a sword, it doesn't mean I have to use it. <laughs> Good, Baruch Hashem. What did you say? Uh, uh, thank God, thank God. Anyway, listen to me. Uh, here's what I'm, I'm suggesting for you. Make your requests, because I have to go and daven mincha. Okay? If you don't mind. Davin, da uh, prayer, prayer. I understand what you're talking about. Yes, okay. So, now, tell me, uh, you go to pray? Uh, yes, uh, uh, I do. Anyways, uh, let me tell you what I'm doing. Who are you looking for? Did you come here by us? What, is this something? I, mean, I have to go to Mincha place. All right, hurry up, please. Okay, I'm looking for the Rabbi Nehaham Chaim. Oh, he's going to be in show. You want to come Davin Mincha with us? Oh, I forgot your shagets. You don't Davin Mincha. <laughs>
All right, not a problem. Okay, so well, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to Mincha. You follow me, and then you have to stay in the back of the shul, okay? And and you can't talk during davening. You understand? Except if you're davening, but uh, you don't know how to read Hebrew, do you? Um, oh, okay, whatever. Anyway, so listen to me. So you're gonna uh, stay in the back, and then after the davening's over, and you have to wait because after Mincha, the the rabbi learns with the congregation a little bit. And then after that, what he does is he, he also lay um, the Yamai River. And then after that, people go home. So that's when you can talk to the rabbi, okay? Oh, okay. I will be respectful and I will wait. That's a good idea. <laughs> okay, very good. This way, please. And so what he did was uh, this, this uh, guard, he went and he followed this yid all the way to the shul. And he stayed in the back. And people had a hard time concentrating on Davni. He was wondering, what is this soldier doing in the back? I don't know, but I'm not going to say anything. Don't turn around so much. He's going to get suspicious that maybe you're the guy he's looking for. Who says he's looking for us? Maybe he's looking for somebody else. Oh, there's somebody else. I don't know. I have no idea. Well, neither do I. But listen, we got to be quiet because we're Davni now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sha, sha, Raboisai, Raboisai, please, it's time to be quiet. Please, come on, what's with you people? Uh, the rabbi is looking at me. Why, when there's talking in the shul, he always looks at me. Maybe it's because you're the guy that's talking. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, I'm going to be quiet. And so, it was a quiet mincha. And after mincha, the rabbi, he taught some mishnayas in between mincha and after that... After that, of course, they dove in Myrib. And everybody was leaving, and as they left, they stared at that soldier. And the soldier, he was trying not to be so intimidating, so he just waved his hands and he said, Good night, uh, good night uh, to all of your people. Uh, good night, good night. <laughs> good night, good night, good night. Smile a little bit. <laughs> I'm not here to hurt you. Okay, smile, smile. And of course, the last one to go out was the rabbi. That's right, the rav. The Chacham Chaim, he started to walk towards the door. And then he turned around before he reached the door. He said to the Shamish, uh, Don't forget to close up everything, yes, okay? It'd be very nice if you close up everything. Is that going to be all right? Well, uh, don't worry, Rabbi. I'm going to close up everything. Don't worry. <laughs> Since when does a Moroccan Yid speak Yiddish? Ah, it's my grandfather. My Uncle Baba Shooter taught me together with my grandfather. Okay, don't worry. I'll clean up and I'll close up the store. Oh, wait, wait a minute. There's still somebody here. Was he one of them Spalim? I never saw him before. Uh, I'll take care of him. Uh, Shalom Aleichem. Uh, how are you? And what can we do for you? Uh, well, uh, to tell you the truth, uh, I'm here from the Sultan and he wishes to see you. And may I ask, why does the Sultan wish to see me? Uh, uh, well, uh, I, I'm not really sure, but uh, has to be something with uh, you being smart. Uh, I'm being smart? You mean like a smart aleck? No, 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 like you're very brilliant. I shine like a diamond? Uh, yes, sort of, I mean in wisdom. Ah, I see. And he wants to talk something over with me. Aha, okay, I will come, okay? Uh, do you have a little wagon? Uh, we'll get you one, don't worry. And sure enough, this guard, he had some money with him, so he rented a driver, and they brought the Rav to see the Sultan. And the palace guards, of course, when they saw the royal guard standing there, they all opened up the gates, all opened up the doors. And the next thing you know, the Rav was standing in front of the Sultan. 
His Majesty the Sultan wished to see me. I am right here. Is there something I can do for you? Yes, there is something that you could do for me. Of course. <laughs> uh, tell me, you are the, what do you call the Chakam Chaim? Uh, well, yes. You are the chief rabbi of the Jewish people here? Uh, yes, I am. Oh, well, uh, do you mind if I talk things over with you? Uh, is there a problem? No, there is no problem. Oh, okay. If there's no problem, then I can talk a little louder, a little better. Shalom Aleichem, I am Chacham Chaim, and what can I do with the help of Hashem? Oh, very good, with the help of Hashem, I like that, very good. Okay, and the next thing you know, they were talking things, and the next thing after that, they were talking Tyra. Well, how could he talk Tyra? He was a guy, he learns the Quran. I mean, you know, like uh, he's trying to see scenes in the Quran, and then the Rav kept proving that Tyra is more accurate, right? Uh... Yeah, that, that could have happened. Yeah, that's possible. But anyways, the bottom line is, the sultan liked this Chacham Chaim very much. He started to befriend him very much. And at least once a week, I know, at least once a week, uh, uh, this person, this Chacham, uh, he showed up, right? At, at, at the palace of the sultan in Morocco, right? That's right. Yes, he got that right. And of course, he liked him very much. Yes, he did. That's also true. He liked him very, very much. And as a matter of fact, um, there's somebody in the palace that didn't like him. Oh, uh, the Alta Baba Sura? No, no, oh, no, no, she's Jewish. She would probably like him. Oh, yeah. What's the story without a Russia somewhere, isn't it, right? Well, yes, indeed, there is a Russia in this particular story. Well, does that have something to do with Pesach in the end? Uh, it could be. Um, if you... Let me finish. I mean, let us finish. Well, it depends if you want to tell your parts or not. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we now go over to uh, the Grand uh, Vizier, uh, or the Grand Vizier, well, however they pronounce it. Some people pronounce it Vizier, some people pronounce it Vizier. Well, anyway, it's the Grand Vizier, okay? Uh, his name was, uh, uh, I remember if you read the name, I can't read it. Sidi. Iban Hassan. Right. Uh, Sidi, he has a Sidi bus? No, 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 no. CD, CD. CD? Oh, he came out with a CD? I didn't know that. No, 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 no. Not CD, CD. Sidi. Oh, Sidi. Oh, 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 like an Arabic name. Okay. Sidi Iban Hassan. Like a Moroccan name. Oh, right. Okay. Sidi Iban Hassan. Anyways, the grand vizier, Sidi Iban Hassan, walked in one time. When the sultan was talking to the rabbi. Ah, if you don't mind me saying so, I would like to talk to you. Eh, okay, your majesty the sultan, I need to speak to you with a few things. Hey, we will have to wait. I'm busy talking to my very good friend over here, the rabbi, the Chacham Chaim, very smart man. <laughs> Anyways... Uh, whatever you have to tell me is probably not as important as this man has to tell me. So therefore, uh, wait until I finish with him. How dare you? I mean, <coughs> what did you say? Uh, nothing, nothing. Uh, I, I respectfully, I will wait for whatever you are talking about. Not a problem. <laughs> and of course, when this here Grand Vizier went out, he went into his private chambers. He slammed the door shut. And after he slammed the door shut, he started walking and pacing back and forth until he rubbed out his shoes a little bit. 
Well, he, yeah, whatever. And then what happened was is he started thinking bad thoughts. That's right. And he was thinking real bad thoughts. Like, uh, what happens if I don't brush my teeth a week in a row? No, you see. Oh, right. And that doesn't have nothing to do with the story. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what did he think bad about? Let's go to him. <clears throat> Grand Vizier. City, city, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. So I will tell you what happens. Not my turn. I, I told you it's your turn. Yeah, come on, get moving. What's the matter with you? You know you gotta be swift. It's on. It's on. It's 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 you know like it, 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 it's on jradio.com. You know people don't see you, they hear you. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Get with the program. All right. I don't like this. This Sultan, he's befriended this Jewish person. Ha! Imagine that. I used to be the most important person. He never interrupted a meeting with me, and now I come to speak with him. And now he does not want to talk to me. This is very terrible. I don't like this. I'm very, very upset. I'm going to have to do something about this. Hmm. Ah. Well, maybe he's not going to be his friend too much longer. Let me see and wait about this. That's what I'm going to do. I wait it out. And so, sure enough, he waited it out. A day went by. A week went by. A month went by. Was it a whole year? Well, a couple of months. Okay, a couple of months went by. And this here Grand Vizier, Sidi Ibn Hassan, uh, um, he saw nothing is changing. So he's really angry. Hmm. I got to get rid of this Jewish person somehow. I must. I have to try something. What can I do that I couldn't get rid of him? Hmm. Let me think about this. Ah. Hmm. You know what? I must talk with my uh, friend. <laughs> yes. The Iman. Muhammad Ibn Ali. Yes, I will talk to my friend Ibn Muhammad Ibn Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm going to do. And so, sure enough, he went over to the Iman. Iman Muhammad Ibn Ali. He went to him. He knocked on his door. And of course, uh, Ibn came to the door. What is it that I can do for you? Hey, how are you? Oh, my good friend, the Grand Vizier. How are you? It is so good to see you. Hey, chulant alaikum to you. Alaikum chulant. <laughs> how are you? How are you? Well, I wish I could say that I am very fine, but I am not very fine. It is terrible what is going on here. What is going on it is so terrible. Hey, the Sultan, he still takes his lessons from the Quran. I see him every week. What is the problem? <laughs> the problem, you cannot see it. Hey, I will tell you what the problem is. The problem is that what happens is that there is now a advisor to the Sultan. So what is wrong with that? That's how he can run his kingdom very well. Yes, you say that very well. However, however what? However, the befriended for advisor a Jewish rabbi, Chacham Chaim. Oh, this is terrible. I don't like this. This is a very bad thing. Oh, so uh, will the, the sultan will get over it and he will get rid of him, no? As so far, he's been with him for a couple of months. I don't think he's going to get rid of him so fast. Oh, this is a very bad problem. Hmm. Let me think about this. What to do? Hmm. Hey. Ah, yeah. How badly do you want to get rid of him? 
<laughs> very, very badly. I want him, even if it's possible, to be dead. And if it is possible, to get all the Jews kicked out of Morocco. This way, the Sultan will never come to try to take another Jewish advisor. Yeah, can you do that? <laughs> hey, let's think about it a little bit. You want to get rid of him? Yes. We have to think. So think. You have to think also. Maybe the two of us. We put our heads together. We put our heads together. We bump it. Then we get a big bruise. That's not what we want. We don't want to bump on the head. Oh, very good. I like that what you're saying. So let's think a minute. Let me see. Uh, wait a minute. I have a plan. I have a plan. Yes, yes. What is it? What is it? Uh, listen, it might take a little time. But you know that every week I go and give Quran lessons to the Sultan. Yes. So what's your plan? <laughs> what is it? Uh, very simple. I told him the best thing to do would be that uh, as I talked to him, I mentioned because sometimes in the Quran it talks about the Jewish people, you know that. And I will mention about uh, Moses to him. And when I mention about Moses, you know who Moses is? Uh, the Jews call him Moshe Rabbeinu. Yeah, very good. You said that pretty good. Yes, yes. Okay. So I will mention something about it. I have a plan. You leave it to me. Okay, but you got to stick whatever I do. Yes? Yes, of course. <laughs> yes. I'm sure I'm going to like your plan. Whatever you need to carry out the plan, I will help you. Oh, that's very good. I like that. You are very good. <laughs> very, very good. Okay. Let's see what we can do. And so, sure enough, the days were moving on. And it came for that day that the Sultan met with the Iman. And so, do you understand what I am telling you? Of course I understand everything that you are telling me. It makes perfectly sense. However, I have a few questions. You know, my friend, the Haram Haim, he pointed out a couple of things that uh, sound a little bit different. <laughs> Very interesting. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, it's true that the Jewish people are a great nation. And, of course, he didn't mean that deep down, even though we are a great nation. That's right, we're a very great nation. However, what happened? Ah, what happened? Now, you don't know this part? No, you start and I'll finish. Okay. Well, anyways, this was part of his plan to talk first good about the Jewish people and then set a trap. Like a mousetrap or something? No, no, no. Pay attention. Okay, I'm paying attention. What kind? Uh, uh, like a, a, a rat trap or something? No, 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 no. A trap for the Jewish people, especially for the rabbi. Uh-oh. It's going to be scary. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. Okay, anyway, so what happened was like this. Time was ticking by. And he would try to answer his questions. And every time, every week, for a few weeks in a row... He would go over and speak something good about the Jewish people. And then one day it happened. The Iman, he came by for his weekly lesson. Also, I am here once again. Okay, are you ready to learn some more? Yes, I am ready to learn some more. Please do, teach me, teach me. Yes, please. All right, I will teach you. Very easy to learn. Okay, so listen to what I want to tell you. Yes, go ahead. Please do teach me. All right. You know that the Jewish people had a very, very, very special leader. 
His name was Moshe Rabenu. Moshe Rabenu. Ah, yes, uh, Moses. Yes, yes, that's what is translated in our language, but Moses, yes. Anyways, this person, Moses, was a great, great leader. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, that's the one that uh, God spoke to him from the burning bush? Yes, yes, that is the one, yes, yes. Now you know, he's very famous for what? Uh, bringing the Jewish people out of Egypt. Yes, yes, he brings the Jewish people out of Egypt. Very special person, you know that? <laughs> very, very special, okay? And, uh, you know, um, very, very, very special person. He is uh, extremely special. Uh, um, uh, what, what, what do you mean by that? Uh, of course he's special. He took the Jewish people out of Egypt. He has to be special. Oh, but you see, um, he was a miracle worker. A miracle worker? What do you mean? Uh, he performed miracles? Oh, yes. God gave him the ability to perform miracles. It was very interesting. You know, when the ten plagues happened over Egypt, you remember that? Uh, I wasn't there, so I don't remember it. But I remember hearing about it. And uh, you could read it in the Quran. Anyway, so let me tell you. What happened was this, that this Moses, you know, this Moses Rabinu, uh, he went over and he performed many miracles into Paro, you know, the Pharaoh, you know, until he finally got the message. And then, you know why he got the message? Uh, uh, yes, I remember now, because I remember his little boy learning. He was firstborn, and he not want to get uh, <laughs> killed by the... Let's play the death of the firstborn. <laughs> Smart man, he finally get in. Right? Yes, yes. So he finally led the Jewish people out of Egypt. And the Jewish people started to leave Egypt. And eventually they came across the Red Sea. You know, the Yam Suf. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. All right. It blocked them over there. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, God tell Moses, he said, raise your staff. And then he put the staff aside and he stretched out his hand. And a great miracle happened. Uh, oh, yeah. Right. Because the Egyptians were chasing and power was in the lead, right? Yes, that was what happened. Oh, it's very exciting. Go ahead. Tell me some more. Well, anyways... The Jewish people walk into the Yom, Yom Suf, you know, the, the Red Sea, and they go into it, and they separate pathways for everybody, you know, meaning like uh, 12 stripes, there were 12 pathways. Anyway, so what happened is they go through the 12 pathways and they get across, you know, to the other side that they had to be. And, of course, what happens is that uh, Paro, uh, you know, Pharaoh, he chased after them with his army, and then uh, God tell Moses to raise his hand again, and he raised his hand again. And then all of a sudden, they want to close up on them. <laughs> they all drown, you know what I mean? But uh, Paro, he, he gets survived, you know what I mean? He, he lived. But that's a separate story, how he ended up in Nineveh. But that's for another time. But anyways, <laughs> the point of the matter is, <laughs> Jewish people, their leaders are very, very great. And they could perform great, great miracles. Ah, yes, of course, it makes sense, yes. You know, I believe in every generation, the Jewish people have great people that can perform miracles. Uh, yes, it could be. I mean, I didn't test it. I, why, what, what does this have to do? Well, I was just wondering, being the Jewish people are so great, I'm wondering, you know, that they have a very interesting person. Uh, what are you talking about? Indeed, they're here in Morocco. They have a great rabbi, Chacham Chaim. 
Oh, yeah, yes, of course. I use him for an advice. A very, very smart man. There is no question about it that he's very, very smart. Okay, in this case, you know, <laughs> you think that he's such a great man that he could perform miracles? Well, I mean, uh, he's a great man, a great rabbi. Everybody respects him, very wise, very kind. Has uh, what Jewish people call a uh, Midas Tovos, very good character, very caring person. He respects everybody. Uh, very good, so it must be. He probably the greatest Jew in the generation now, right? Uh, I would assume so. That means that he could perform miracles. Do you think so? I, I, I assume that he could. I mean, if it's so great. You think he's like Moshe Rabbeinu? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you, is he like Moshe Rabbeinu? I don't know. Could be yes, could be no. Uh, whatever it is. If he is so great like Moshe Rabbeinu, I wonder, can he really perform miracles? I don't know. I never tested him, but I assume so. <laughs> why, why, why should he not be able to do so? <laughs> Very interesting. You know what I was thinking out loud? <laughs> Maybe you and I make a bet. What are you talking about? You say, <laughs> he great rabbi. I say not so great. What? What are you talking about? He's a great rabbi. <laughs> you think he's great enough to perform miracles? Uh, uh, well, he's, he's great. You say like emotion Rabino and I say not. But he's great. Okay, let's make a bet. A, a bet? A bet? Uh, what do you mean? I, I say we make a bet like this. Uh, if he can perform a miracle, then whatever he wants to happen shall happen to the one that loses the bet. Okay? On the other hand, if I win the bet, then I could choose whatever should happen to the rabbi. What do you say? Hmm? Ah. Uh. Of course he can. Uh, there's no question in my mind that, uh, of course, he can definitely do this. There's no question. I am positive that he can do this. No pressure. Uh, no, I, 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 I tell you, I, 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 I. First of all, calm yourself down and get back to normal talking level. Okay. I'm telling you that I believe he can do it. You believe that he can do it? No problem. So do we have a bet? Uh, yes, we have a bet. Yes, of course. <laughs> Okay, the sooner we do the bet, <laughs> the sooner we find out who is right. <laughs> Anyways, it's time for me to go. Yes, it's time for you to go. Go. <laughs> oh no, what I do? What I do? I do something terrible. Oh no. I made a bet. Moses, Moshe Rabbeinu, he lived so many, many, many years ago. Who knows if rabbis of our times as holy and great as he? Whoa. Rabbi, but I put my foot in my mouth. I have to follow the bet. I have no choice. What I do? Uh, I got to call for the rabbi. God, God, come over here. Yes, sir. What is it that you want, sir? I will do whatever you want. Yes, I know you would. Call me the rabbi quickly. All right, I will summon him. But he was already here yesterday. I know. Bring him now. And sure enough, the rabbi was summoned, and he came to the palace. And once he got into the palace, he looked around for a mezuzah, but there were no mezuzahs on any doorways, because the sultan was a shaygitz. He was a guy, and they're not mechuyev to have mezuzah. Mezuzah is, is a mitzvah for Yidin, not, 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 not for everybody else, okay? And that Yossi, we're not talking about a mezuzah now, okay? Can we get on with the story? Oh, sorry, but you're not letting me so much into your head, so how do I know what's supposed to happen next? You'll, you'll manage, don't worry. 
Anyways, the rabbi came and he said, ah, Shalom Aleichem, and what is it that I can do for you? Twice in the same week, there must be some important question. So what's going on? I'm very sorry. I don't know what came over me, but it's terrible. Uh, terrible? Uh, what do you mean, terrible? What happened? Are you feeling all right? I'm feeling fine, but I feel bad for you. For me? What are you talking about? Well, you see, the Iman, he come over here, and he talked to me about Jewish people being great and everything, and he talks about this, talks about that, talks about Moshe, meet his miracles, he talks about... Maybe there's a rabbi nowadays that could perform miracles, and the next thing you know, he tricked me. He tricked you into what? What did he trick you to do? What is it? He tricked me to make a bet. A bet? What kind of bet did you make? I made a bet that uh, you are a great rabbi, you're great like Moshe Rabbeinu, and you could perform a miracle. And when you do your miracle, it will be very great. A miracle? You know, uh, what Moshe Rabbeinu did was uh, real miracles, not magic, because he didn't practice magic. It was real miracles. And because he was doing the shlichas, you know, the, he was carrying on the message from Hashem, so Hashem gave him uh, a lot of koiches and gave him uh, the power to be able to be uh, the one who can summon up to perform miracles. Do you understand? But all the miracles were done by Hashem. And, but he just used... Moshe to be the one to, to initiate the miracles. That's all. You know what I mean? Uh, so, but I'm not like Moshe Rabbeinu. So what was this bet about? I feel very bad for you because this me <laughs> I, told you, I like you very much, Rabbi. But you tricked me to make a bet in the following. If you could perform a miracle that is very good, similar to like Moshe Rabbeinu, then what will happen is <laughs> you could have whatever you want to happen to the Iman. But if you cannot perform a miracle, then the Iman could wish anything he wants on you. <laughs> it means I don't think you're going to live. Knowing the Iman, he will probably ask you to die. This is not very good. And the rabbi began to think. And suddenly he thought of the following. It seems to be. I don't think it's just from the Iman. I think that this hey, whole plan, this plot against me, is formulated by your grand vizier. By my grand vizier? What are you talking about? I don't know if you noticed. He's become very jealous lately. Jealous? Why should you be jealous? He's the grand vizier. Yes. But whenever you meet with me and he comes in, you never stop and interrupt to see him. It bothers him very much. I could see it on his face. I know that. And not only that, being that it bothers him so much, I know there's something else. What is it? Please tell me. Ah, he hates me because of me. He thinks that he's losing out. He doesn't realize it's just because of his own lack of wisdom that all these things are happening. This is terrible. I wish I could stop the bet. But you can't. There's one more thing. What is it? You don't have much time. What do you mean I don't have much time? <laughs> How can I just perform a miracle just like that? I have to pray. I have to be mispalel. I have to down to Rabbeinu Shalalem and hope that he'll perform a miracle. And if I be the shliach, so be it. Yeah, but you don't understand. This is very terrible. He wants me to do this as quickly as possible. Ay, ay, ay. This is terrible. I can't do this tomorrow. Uh, you know what? Can you give me at least three days? Why are you picking three days? Um, 
because the Jewish people, when they were in trouble by their enemies, um, like in the story of Purim, uh, they fasted three days. Okay, no problem. Go fast three days, four days. I don't care what you do. Just go fast and hurry up. No, no, no. I will go fast, but not... Well, whatever. Okay. And so, sure enough, the rabbi went over and he did exactly what he said he was going to do. He was going to prepare himself to perform a miracle, but he couldn't perform a miracle. Who is this rabbi that he can perform a miracle? He certainly wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu. But, like all Yidin, when they're in trouble, they make a fast day, and they daven, so the Rav, the Hacham Chaim, called everybody together in the big shul. So, Moira Boisai, listen to me very carefully. We have a shtickle of a problem, and it's a very interesting problem. And in this problem, as it turns out, is that this problem is so bad, so, so bad, that, um, how should I say I could die, and the Jewish people here could be expelled. What are you talking about, Rabbi? What's going on here? I mean, Rabbi, are you making jokes now? I mean, we're coming before Pesach. You know what I mean? Yes, we are coming before Pesach. Uh, so tell us, Rabbi, are you just trying to like give us a musishmus to wake us up? But the rabbi, he told everything that happened. Boy, oh boy, did he tell everything. And you know what happened? He told everything and the people started to tzitter. But rabbi, how are you going to perform a miracle? Yes, rabbi, how on earth can you perform a miracle? Uh, well, to tell you the truth, rabbi, I think we should stop packing our bags now. And you, rabbi, since you're in the most danger, I think you should pack your bags and... I tell it out of here because you don't stand a chance. I mean, you're a great rub, big tamachacha, but, you know, perform miracles like uh, Moshe Rabbeinu. I mean, it has to be the special time, uh, special whatever, you know what I mean? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. There's no question about it. So I decided we are going to beseech Hashem. We're all going to fast for three days. The only drinking you shall drink and the only slight eating Slight, not a heavy meal, will be at night. And we will spend most of the days taking shifts if necessary. That means if somebody has to work and there's no other choice, then so be it. But to make sure that somebody nonstop shall be in the shul as much as possible to say to Hillam and will daven, perhaps Hashem will save us from this terrible decree Rabbi, if I calculate correctly, this is supposed to happen like in three days from now, right? So let me see if I'm calculating correctly. So you got this day, then you got the next day, and the day after that. That makes three days. Your point is? So being that there's three days starting from today and tomorrow and the next day, so therefore we start to fast and we start doing everything now, and then after that we, we dive into Hashem. I mean, when we dive into Hashem, when we're diving, when we're, when we're fasting and everything, and then, sir, Rabbi, what we got to do is, 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 is like uh, we got to pray for a miracle. Mm -hmm. That's my conclusion. No kidding. What do you think I gathered, everybody? We're all going to go and pray for a miracle. But your point was something before Pesach. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I can like this. Like, if nothing happens in three days, <laughs> three days is going to be heir of Pesach, you know? And then, um, of course, um, 
you know, um, Erev Pesach, only the Bechorim fast, unless they make a Siyam, you know, Siyam Bechorim and anything like that, you know. But um, the situation is very, very grave. And, and and if you don't succeed in making a miracle, and and they chas for Sholem, um, I don't want to even think about it. And if they do that, and then we have no Rav, and then we have no one to ask Shilas about Pesach, you know. And then they're probably going to find a way how to kick us out. And then, you know, um, instead of going to relive by Pesach night the Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, <laughs> we're going to do the Yitzhiya's Morocco. So um, uh, I think uh, your idea of being Maspal is a great idea. I think so too. And so that's what they did. They broke out in prayer. They were davening to Hashem and they were crying out to the Rabbinish and they were screaming, please, Hashem, help us. And they were saying capital after capital and they were fasting and they listened to everything the Ram said. And they were doing this for a couple of days now. Meaning now it was the morning of the third day. It was Erev Pesach. Pesach or Pesach. Depending what Nusach you use. Anyways, whatever you have on it is. Anyway, so it was Chag Pesach coming around the band. That's the bottom line. And what happened was is, as Pesach was coming closer... Which because I mean I mean I mean you mean it was Arab Pesach miracle happened and they were beginning the third day right uh, yeah that's what they were doing they were beginning the third day and then what happened was is they were beginning the third day and 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 then as they were beginning the third day um what happened was just like this they were beginning the third day and one person. What what was home taking care of the little children and then he said oh. I think it's my turn now. Uh, I I think it's my turn. Uh uh yes, it's my turn. I I I think I, I have to go now and 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 say to Helen. So uh, now my wife is home and she's gonna watch the little kindler. Oh, that's very good. So so she's gonna do that. She she she's gonna do that and she's gonna watch the little kindler. Oh, that's very good. I like that. Okay. So my wife is gonna watch the little kindler, which is very very good. And then I'm gonna go now. Wait a minute. I'm on my way to tell him, and wait a second, it's a fast day. What's going on here? What is going on with that man over there? He's eating. Hello? Excuse me. Pardon me. Are you eating? Yeah. Are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. The, the, the rabbi, the chacham, he made a fast day for three days. What are you doing eating? What do you mean? Oh. I'm very sorry I didn't hear the rabbi made a fast day. I'm terribly sorry. I didn't hear that. I'm, you know, I'm new around here. You know, you may have noticed that I'm, I'm really a shepherd. My name is Motele. You can call me Mordechai, Motel, you know, depending on how you call me. Anyway, so the point is I'm wandering for a couple of days over there. I'm very hungry, so I started eating. I didn't know the rabbi made a fast day. What's going on? What's the problem? Oh, it's terrible. There's a terrible decree going on. If the rabbi can't perform a miracle like Moshe Rabbeinu, or as great as Moshe Rabbeinu, oh boy, his life is in danger and so is ours. Oh, really? Uh, can I see the rabbi? Yeah, sure. Uh, this way, please. And together, they went to the rabbi. And then, the rabbi looked at him. And then, the rabbi asked him how come he was eating. And then, he told what happened, why he came to this town, and how he didn't know about the fast. And then, and then the rabbi told him what really was going on, why they had the fast. And then, the man said, listen to me very carefully. I am Mordechai, a simple shepherd. 
but I think I could help you. Now, if my plan works, it'll be very good. If my plan doesn't work, then you should know that you could just say I'm a simple shepherd. I'm not a miracle worker. Zog nicht. Okay? What did you just say? I, I, I don't worry. Okay. Where I come from, everything goes. Now listen, I have a plan, and it's going to work. You have to trust in me. I believe that the Bernishalam heard all your tzilis and everything, you're fasting for three days, and you're pouring out your hearts. I'm sure that the Rabbeinu ends. okay, you know what? Why should they fast any longer? I know you're going to say, until you see the miracle, uh, you're not going to stop the fasting. Okay, so listen, tonight is Pesach, you know, so we don't want to waste any time. So do me a favor, let's go together. You and I, we're going to go to the, to the Sultan, okay? Oh, but, but, but. Yes, trust me, don't worry, everything be all right. Come, let's go. Actually, it's coming to Paisach. I should sing better. You know what? Even better. You know what? Even better. Oh, look at that. We're here. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, I'm here together with the rabbi, the Chacham Chaim. We're here to see the Sultan. Why are you here? Yeah, why should we let you in? Uh, because I'm here uh, on behalf of the Chacham. See, uh, the Chacham Chaim, we're here to make a miracle. Oh, yeah, open the door. And so they opened the big, gigantic doors. <coughs> and the two walked in. And the Sultan heard that the rabbi was ready to perform a miracle. So he summoned all his big staff members, his generals, his advisors, and of course, the Grand Vizier was there. And of course, besides the Grand Vizier, there also was, besides the Grand Vizier, there also was the Iman. So the Grand Vizier Sidi Iban Hassan was there, and the Imam Muhammad Iban Ali was there. <laughs> Very interesting. They wouldn't miss it for a minute. Yeah, neither would I. <laughs> so what happened? And so Mordechai, he stood next to the rabbi, and the rabbi said, Excuse me, Sultan. Um, I'm here to uh, take care of the request that you asked, and I'm here to perform a miracle, except that instead of me performing the miracle, it will be the shepherd Mordechai. Mordechai, please take over. Uh, yes, I'm going to take over. Okay, please listen to me, Sultan, and all the distinguished people here, including you, Grand Vizier Sidi Ibn Hassan, and including you, Iman Muhammad Ibn Ali. Who is this guy that you know is my name? Who is he? I don't recognize him. Where are you from? It is not important. I'm a Yid. I'm Jewish. No, I'm a simple person. You see, you have a misunderstanding. Miracles have to be deserved. Miracles don't happen just like that. Yes, there are daily miracles. You stand up, you're walking around, that's a miracle. But an outright miracle, for example, if a piano fell from the sky, it's about to hit you in the head, and all of a sudden, it stops, and it just walks away without hitting you in the head. That's an open miracle. For open miracles to happen, people have to be great. But since it's a chil Hashem to think that Jewish people who don't follow the will of Hashem, or I should say better, it's a Hashem to think that Yidin, Jewish people who follow the will of Hashem, 
cannot perform a miracle if Hashem so wants it. Now, of course, we Jewish people are not supposed to say, give me the power to make a miracle or else I'm going to go jump in the lake or whatever. No, we're not allowed to do that. So listen to me very carefully. I am here. I am the shliach for the rabbi. I am the shliach from Hashem. I'm a simple yid because I'm here to show you that if Hashem wants a miracle to happen, it can happen to a simple yid. It doesn't have to happen to a great rabbi. It can happen from a simple yid. <laughs> All right, so, so tell me already, what exactly is the miracle that you wish to perform? Ah, I wish to perform a miracle that is as great or even greater than what Moshe Rabbeinu did. <laughs> really? Tell me what it is. Oh, please. You know what? I think I'm going to win this bet. It's not a problem. <laughs> Go ahead. What miracle do you want to perform? Ah, your majesty, with your permission, do you see I hold a stick in my hand, just like Moshe Rabbeinu held the staff. I have a staff. Now listen to me. I would like you to ask that nice gentle over there, that God with the heavy sword. He should go over to the Iman, and he should go over and cut off his head. And then I, with my staff over here, will perform a great miracle, and I will make his head go back onto his shoulders. And you won't even see a scar. What do you say? And the sultan said, Oh, that is fantastic. You can perform such a miracle like that. It is unbelievable. I love to see a miracle like that. Yes, can you do that? Yes, I can. With Hashem's help, I can do whatever miracle he wants. Okay, soldier, please come here and proceed to cut off the Iman's head. And all of a sudden, the Iman, whoo, did he get nervous. Just a minute now. Please, please. <laughs> I, I believe that he could perform a miracle. Uh, no need to, to try it out, test it out. Uh, I always believe that the Jewish people are very great people. And even a simple person among them could do a miracle. No need, no need, no need. And the Sultan said, uh, Why not? I would love to see this miracle. It's a great miracle. I want to see it. Okay, proceed to cut off his head and let me see the miracle. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, okay. I admit it. It is. It, it was a, a trick. I did not want to do this. It was a trick. Uh, that uh, 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 the, the Grand Vizier, uh, Sidi Ibn Hassan, he uh, wanted to plan to uh, get rid of the rabbi. Uh, that's why he came up to this plan. Uh, uh, we know that he can perform miracles. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I trust him. If he wants to come up, I did not today. Not today. Maybe some other time. Okay. Uh, uh, it's the Grand Vizier. He, it's his plan. He wanted to get the Jewish people in trouble, especially the rabbi. And the sultan, he turned to the rabbi and he gave a wink. And then all of a sudden, the sultan turned to the grand vizier. All right, maybe you want to prove it and see for yourself. Okay, guard, cut off the grand vizier's head and let the shepherd make a miracle with his staff and put it back on his shoulders. And all of a sudden, the grand vizier became very frightened. Ah, ah. He almost couldn't talk. Yeah, <laughs> about time. Uh, okay, I'm very sorry. I, I, I believe uh, uh, that. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. What else you trying to say? Uh, uh, yeah, it was my plan. I really wanted to get in trouble because I was jealous. I'm very sorry. Hey, don't, don't cut off my head, please, please, please. Ah, <laughs> you're not gonna cut off my head. Good. 
Well, I will not cut off your head unless the rabbi chooses so, because part of the bet was that if the rabbi wins, then uh, he gets to ask whatever he wants to happen to you and Iman. <laughs> what would you like? Should we cut off their heads? <laughs> no miracle to put it back on. <laughs> but the rabbi, he did not seek blood. He did not seek to harm people. He just wanted peace. And he said to the Iman, uh, I think the best thing to do is, since they are very bad, evil people, the best thing to do is to banish them from the kingdom. That's all that I request. And so what happened was it's exactly what he did. So he banished the people from the kingdom. And that was that. And the Jewish people were able to celebrate Pesach beautifully. That was a great story, Rabbi Herbs. And you did a pretty good job yourself, Yossi. Wow, what teamwork. Okay, let's see if we can take some phone calls. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Are you there? Hello, hello? Yes? What's your name? And what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? My name's Aaron Irani. Okay, and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? The... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, and now I have to go to the next guy. But that guy speaks Yossi. Uh, but Yossi doesn't want to speak to you unless you know a good lesson. Okay, um, you should never... What? Always listen to the Chachamim. Very good. Okay, it's in there. Okay, you, you, you had your brother in the background or somebody tell you the answer. Anyways, I gotta go to the next caller. Hey, but, uh, Yossi. What? You're so cute. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure you. you I'm sure you're cute also. Okay, we gotta go to the next call. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, are you there? Hello, hello, hello. I don't hear him. Okay, we'll go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello. Yes, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson you learned? So what, what, what's your name? Hello? I hear you. What's your name? Um, my name is Asti Steger. Okay. And I learned um, that you should have me those tovos. Um, you should be friendly. Um, you should dive in. Don't be jealous. Listen to people who are smart in good ways. And to listen to Chachamim. Very good. Excellent. You really listen very well to the story. Thank you very much. Okay, next caller, please. Okay, hello, you're on the ear. What's your name? Yes, and I'm back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why, 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 why should you be sorry? Just just tell us the lessons you learned and everything you find. Yes, yes, okay. Okay. Um, the, the only le the lesson I've learned is you should never be jealous. And a very quick announcement, there's a big... Uh, sale going on at Pesach Army Rentals, and I gave everybody a coupon, so feel free to get your uniforms right now. Okay. Okay, we got to go to the next phone call, but I think we're out of time. That's the last phone call. Okay, Masha, you got the last phone call, and you're very lucky. Okay, so until after Pesach, I'll be seeing you. Everybody have a chag kosher Goodbye, goodbye. Anywhere. Anytime for everyone. This is jrootradio.com.